You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I don't know if you're following basketball by any means, NBA playoffs well underway. The W, the women's uh, NBA is just starting out. One of the great uh, basketball players in history, I certainly remember him, maybe you do too, was nicknamed Magic because what he did on the court was just like Magic. Irving Johnson was his name. And he has recently said his Christian faith is everything. Believe that? Wow. He said, God has truly blessed me. He's an NBA legend, kind of famous. Well, he's famous for his play and uh, putting on a show. But uh, he was diagnosed with HIV. And I remember that time when he came on. And boy, I tell you, he did a lot of reckoning, and that must have been it. Uh, right there, maybe. You can't help but think it, right? That's something that would really shake you. He said, though, that God was carrying him through the valleys, uh, you know, in, in his Hall of Fame career. The days and weeks after, of course, he was diagnosed, he said, I was. I thought I was on death's doorstep. Oh, yeah. That'll crystallize everything, right? He said uh, the media members this week asked him how his faith sustained him following his diagnosis. That was way back in 91. He said, God has truly blessed me to come through a lot of changes in my life, especially when I think about HIV. He said, God added, uh, God, he said, was always there for me, helping me make the right decisions. When I needed to make the tough decisions, God just blessed me with the best wife a man could have. Her name is Cookie, by the way. And our children and grandchildren I lean on my faith all the time. I will never stop doing that. Loving the Lord, loving God, and I just thank him every day for everything that he's blessed me with. It's a pretty good attitude from somebody who got to a point in his life he never thought he would be at that point in his life. You ever had something like that happen to you? The last thing he expected, and boom, there it was, and thought he was on death's doorstep. He got things straightened out. God really working in that. Praise God. The sound of life. I don't know if you got a vacation planned. Abby Watts, who's uh, the head writer there for I Mom. That's the letter I, the word mom.com. Great advice for families. All right. And she's thinking, you know, I got family vacation coming up. That, that 10-hour drive that turns into 12-hour drives because you can't get your bladders all arranged, right? And you get there that's your exclusive resort destination and find out a couple other families have already been there and posted everything, getting ready to say goodbye to your technology. Well, she has four ideas, the group does. It's pretty cool, actually. Family camp is one of them. Now, I'm going to post this on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page so you can find out, you know. But she said, I thought family camps were done, but I saw the movie that the skit guys did. It's hilarious, and it gave me an idea. There's theme time. Number three is all aboard. Oh, that's, oh, I've always wondered about that. And number four is a parkless theme park. You'll have to read it. it you'll, you'll see. It. You have to read it to find out what I'm talking about. These are all four great ideas for family camping. And speaking of the skit guys in the movie, I love the skit guys. And you may not know who they are, but they came out with a very incredible movie called Family Camp, which is like all their skits put together. 
And this is a little bit of it I wanted to share with you. Hey, family. Welcome to camp. What, the Ackermans? You guys, this is glamping. What? No Wi-Fi. I can't wait until you realize there's no air conditioning. What? Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> family camp. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Had a flat tire last week, and it turned out to be kind of an amazing thing. It's rare. It's very rare. I ended up having to change the tire uh, on the side of the road, but it was pretty wild because it blew out just as I got on the kingston Rhinecliff Bridge going towards Dutchess County. Bam! Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, man. I said, there's no way I'm stopping on this bridge. And, you know, now we have less room than we had before. The walkway is put in, so I put my flashes on. I got over, and oh, man, I, that'll increase your prayer life. And I got to the other side, pulled the jack out and everything, you know, and got the little spare tire. I had never looked at that before, never, in that car. And I'm pulling all this stuff out, and I put the this dinky little, you know, wrench thing they give you, and I put it on the lug nuts of the tire and tried to turn them, and I'm like, there's no way. So I thought I'd call AAA, and I reached in my pocket for my phone, and my phone was not there because I had left it here at the station charging. And I thought, oh, so now suddenly we're back in the 1970s. <laughs> when you had car problems, you you were all alone. Nobody knew where you were, <laughs> you know. And I got it done, and I was like, Whew. you know what I was very thankful for? That it didn't rain. Wow, so amazing. Love to hear your flat tire stories, which may only be a couple because you don't do that anymore. Just don't change tires anymore. Yes. Yes, Chuck. What's well, up? My daughter was in college yeah. up in uh, upstate. She hit a pothole. There was a pothole, and nobody put any cones out, and it blew her tires. So she called Rotary Side Assistance. They took the tire off, put it in the trunk, put the donut on. Next, And she talked to me about it when, before she called, you know. Next day, she drives the car and says, Dad, I think I'm getting another flat. Why? Because the car is leaning to the left. I says, is that where the donut is? She says, yeah. It's a smaller tire. You're leaning to the left. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But it gets you, it'll get you down the road. It's better than nothing. <laughs> oh, Joe, it's so much better than nothing. You're right. <laughs> Waking up with a cup of Joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words, putting into sentence, doing. The Sound of Life. Just like that, first person on the Cup of Joe hotline, which is toll-free, 800-946-1765. You win the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Mug. It's the only place you can get it right here. All right, here goes. Taken from Today in History. In 1754, on this day, this thing first appeared in newspapers in America. What was this thing? Was it a crossword puzzle? cartoon or want ads call right now 1-800-946-1765 1-800-946-1765 a great way to start your day the cup of joe morning show oh you look like a man who could use more coffee the sound of life okay there you go so cup of joe morning show hotline who's this oh El- how are you doing ellen oh wonderful wonderful I have a flat tire story. Okay, go ahead. Okay, about approximately 20 years ago, I was going out to Pennsylvania with my mom. We're on 81 South, and I get a flat tire. There was hardly any room to pull over, and the traffic was flying past. I screamed, help Jesus, 
and two different men pulled over, fixed it with minutes, with a donut, <laughs> and, and you know, then you have to go somewhere else, you know, but right. I mean, minutes. I mean, that talk about a prayer answered. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for sending your angels, because he really did. Isn't that he cool? Always, yeah. He always does. He always does. I, I could have gotten it from work, because I worked in an area where there was a lot of different screws around or whatnot. But right. There was a lot of angels at that job, and there still are. It's one of those things where you really are praying, and God comes through, and then you're like, whoa, yes. Whoa. And now you got a testimony. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I got a cute little uh, story. This is amazing. A man that goes by the handle on social media of Henpecked Al said, I set out a suitcase to pack for my flight later today and spotted my three-year-old crawling inside it to hide. So I casually zipped it up, and I yelled, Well, I'm off to the airport, everybody! And I carried it to the car. I've circled the block twice, and my luggage hasn't stopped laughing. <laughs> Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I just, I just want you to know something. I'm going to say this, and you may just absolutely faint. And it may turn your world upside down, and maybe that's good. But life in Christ is fun. It's easy. Jesus said, you find rest in me. He said, my yoke is easy. That was the device that was put on two ox to get to work. You're yoked with Jesus. He's the one doing all the work, right? That was the plan. We're trying to do something that's already been done. Now, not that going to church is good. Bible studies stuff. I, I just wonder if People get in, you know, they say, yeah, I believe, I believe, man, you know, and then it doesn't take long before, well, are you going to the Sunday evening service? You know, how much quiet time do you do a day, right? If you got this devotional, you know, there's all these things which make sense because the world is that way. We get rewarded for the things that we do. And so we get caught into that. We sort of think, well, God will reward me if I do the right things. God is going to reward me. And that may be coming as a really big shock to some people and to you. But you can be free because Jesus was looking at people who, especially, you know, the Hebrews for a long time trying to keep all those laws. And they thought, yes, I got these, you know. And he's saying, no, you don't. They're not going to get you to heaven. There's no way you're going to do that. It's my blood. Okay? Anyway, it's just one of those things. I mean, he's we, we have everything we need in the life in Jesus. He has the power, right? So just know that. And I would love to come out. I want to be the first one to come out with that shirt or that hoodie that has Jesus is fun. The world is not. That's what I want. Jesus is fun. Yeah. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Pop some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. Good to have you along this morning. Time for what I thought was a hilarious story. Our manager, Connie, his, her husband, his husband, her husband, Steve, uh, has a history of driving into Manhattan. He does it on purpose for uh, a bus company, right? A coach company, taking tours of people 
go in to see the plays and stuff. So he's seen everything over the years, the attitude of the policemen and the people there and the crowds and all this stuff. But he had one particular day that he'll never forget. He's driving along and he's getting close to where he's going to pull over and let people off. So he's staying in the right lane. The car in front of him keeps stopping and then going again. And so you go for, you know, another half block and the guy will stop and look. And then he goes again. After about the third time, Steve just yelled out, what is this clown doing? And the man stopped the next time and got out of the car and he was dressed like a clown. Prepare to be (laughs) astonished. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I got to tell you about really cool man as it turns out. You know, you, you don't know about somebody until something like this happens and their real character comes out. His name is Aaron Tucker, and you may know his name by now. He lives over in Bridgeport, Connecticut. He's 32 years old, and he had been out of jail for a week. But things were looking good. He had a job interview that morning, got up early. Got all dressed, done, did real good, took that dress shirt that the houseway, halfway house gave him, got on the bus, headed for that job interview. Probably a little butterfly in the stomach. Well, that all went out the window, so to speak, when the driver of the bus noticed a car had flipped over. Aaron got out and ran, kneeled down, unbuckled the driver, pulled him away from the wreckage. He kept telling him, you're going to be okay, going to be okay. A few moments later, the car was covered in flames. Aaron forgot all about the job interview, forgot all about the clean shirt, took it off, stopped him from bleeding. His head was bleeding, stopped him from bleeding. A few minutes later, the firefighters and the EMTs showed up, and Aaron did miss his job interview that day. You know what? Something was more important than the job interview. He said, hey, jobs can come and go. That's one thing. A life is another thing. It impressed people so much, as it very well should, they started a GoFundMe page. It's over $60,000 to help out Aaron get a start, right? And he has had a few job interviews <laughs> since then, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Maybe there are things in your head that somehow got in there by your adversary. It was the Bible says your adversary, we call him the devil, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to say, the devil fits good. He wants you to worry about today. He wants you to worry about the very next thing coming up. And that's so you can enjoy life that God has for you. The devil's a liar, okay? <laughs> There's no two ways about it. So you need to stop worrying and focus on God. Always, always focus on God. Enjoy every single day that he has given you, including today. Yeah. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. I go by a camp on my way home. It's actually close to my house, right? It's so cool. It's the quintessential 19, I don't know, 50s, 1960s summer camp, right? It's really cool. And maybe you grew up going to church camp. There are some signs, kids, if your parents, you really notice that. 
And you'll notice it, too. There are certain signs that you've gone to church camp. Like, you've been baptized 12 times. I mean, everybody else was doing it, right? <laughs> Am I right? Is that one of the... You've sung, Lord, I lift your name on high at least 85,000 times. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, right? You're just out of there. You still have a bad back from that disastrous trust fall exercise. Remember, there's always a Judas. You've got 43 tie-dyed shirts in your attic right next to a box of 300 bandanas. Signs you've been to church camp. You grew up going there, right? You still break out into a chant during meals. Is it a prayer? Maybe it's a tick. We're not sure anymore. Children are required to perform a skit or song before they can enjoy their dinner. (laughs) You make your kids, get to do this skit. What do you got for me tonight, kids? There was a time in your life when your ultimate career ambition was to be a camp counselor. Distinctly remember that, yeah? Because they're like the coolest, right? Everybody knows that. But you went into sales instead. No, very sad. This is all some kind of whacked out conspiracy. Pretty much. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Very powerful. Just a short little note from Lisa about being at the grocery store. She said, I spent two hours with an elderly man. Started with me just smiling at him, making eye contact as I walked past him. He looked like he needed something. And I went back and I asked him, is there something I can help you with? And tears welled up in his eyes. And he said, I have colon cancer and I've had a really bad accident. If I get up out of this cart, everybody's going to know. What should I do? See? Reduced to that. Mm. He said, uh, the, the, she said, the look of his dignity lost. It left me with a lump in my throat. From that moment on, the grocery store staff quickly fetched us some wipes, some undergarments, discreetly took him to the employee uh, employee bathroom where he was given clothes. He cried and apologized. He said he had to hurry. His wife was at home alone. We walked him to the register. We found his groceries all bagged and somehow paid for. He cried even harder. He said he fought in Vietnam and Korean War and loved this country But up until that day, he said he thought his country forgot about it. Then we both cried, and I shared with him my own struggles and fears. He gave me words of wisdom and encouraged me that maybe after all, humanity still does care about one another. At least right there, yes. The Sound of Life. My grandfather, living in Raleigh, North Carolina, worked for the Seaboard Railroad. And I had one of his lanterns one time. My dad actually gave it to me. And so it means a lot when we talk about railroads. And today was a big day for the railroading in the United States, period. It happened in 1869. The Golden Spike ceremoniously driven into the track, creating or combining the East and the West by rail. It was the Union Pacific and the Central Pacific Railroads. Before that, you needed a big piece of equipment to go to California from New York. You put it on a ship, and it sailed there. It took seven months to get it. (laughs) Central Pacific Railroad is the one out in California, 30 miles east of Sacramento. 
They had to make their first cut through the mountains. 800 feet long, 63 feet deep. Steep winter snows and granite. They cut through granite. They measured their progress in feet or maybe even inches some days. All in all, the Central Pacific constructed 15 tunnels through the Sierras. The longest is over 1,600 feet through pure granite. By the time they got out on the other side, (laughs) they just took off to go to Utah. And they laid 690 miles of track through some of the most difficult terrain ever encountered by a railroad ever. So it makes you appreciate the things that people did back in the day, as they say. And today is the day that they ceremoniously connected the entire country, the Union Pacific, Central Pacific Railroads there in Utah, Promontory, Utah, in 1869. To infinity and beyond. I don't know about that, but... A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. This is something I'm just hearing about. No Mo May. Okay. Don't mow your lawn in the month of May. I was like, oh, I could get into that. I don't want to mow my lawn. I don't really have to mow my lawn. A lot of people nowadays, the neighborhood's not going to like that. And if you got a homeowner's association, definitely not going to like that. But you know who's going to love it? The bees. Because obviously what will happen, I don't know if you've ever let your lawn grow out, but I have. <laughs> and, and it flowers. Okay, so it's really kind of cool there. All the dandelions and the clover and the violets and whatnot, they flower. And, of course, the bees love it. And it's an effort to get more bees growing because I guess uh, about, I don't know, a certain percentage of them are really in, in danger of being extinct. And we need bees to pollinate and everything so we can have food. And I've noticed a lot more beehives around. People have beehives. I don't think that's something we're going to get into, but if you do, that'd be really cool. You'll be right in there. So it's, uh, I mean, it's a great excuse just to say, I'm not mowing the lawn. You know, it's kind of cool. No mow may. That's kind of the way. Just thought I'd drop that on you if you're thinking about it. Um, I did notice, though, for the last few days, since it's been warm, there's a bumblebee right outside our door here at the station, uh, right outside the front door on the porch. He's just flying around looking. Like he's looking for a flower. He looks kind of lost, actually. The guy needs a flower is what he needs. Beam us up, Scotty. <laughs> Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I debated about whether to talk about this or not because... You know, I don't want to be a dooms thing. I've seen a lot of people scrolling on there. You know, did you know that the, this is up? Did you did you see this? You know, and stuff. And I've been there, right? In the the news, you, you scroll past, you get a little bit too much. <laughs> but this is interesting because it made the news. A man is providing his own food, and you may be like, I've been doing that for years, right? His name is Harvey Talman. He lives in Athens. Tennessee. There's a lot of Athens around, but this is in Tennessee. So he's got a warmer climate, but he said it's to the point where I either put gas in the car or I eat. So what he did was he went out and bought a thousand gallon water tank. I didn't know you could even do that. I'd like to see that delivered. He filled it and stocked it with a hundred bluegills, which he's figuring and hoping it'll there'll be three pounds each by September. 
so he can just catch them. It may be harder than you think to catch them, but he's growing vegetables, asparagus, tomatoes, broccoli, potatoes, you know. He's raising chickens. He has four chickens. That's eggs right there. It's a big deal. He said, you know, I'm a survivalist trying to remain self-sufficient. And I'm like, that's basically my mom grew up on a farm during the Depression in the 1930s in eastern North Carolina. She said, we had no idea that we were, quote, poor. We weren't poor. We had tons of food. They had, uh, they packed meat and salted it and put it in a pack house and stuff, you know. I'm just saying that he's, now he's a big survivalist and that's the way my mom, that's the way they just lived a few years ago. That's the way it was. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. Today, during National Nurses Week, woohoo, yeah, today is National School Nurse Day. There's nurses and then there's school nurses, right? Oh, man. They must have to deal with a lot of acts. And I'm talking about the deodorant, you know, middle school nurses. It's like, wow, if I could just get past that, I'll be okay. But that's just the lightheartedness of it. You know, we honor the daily efforts of school nurses during National Nurses Week, trying to take care of students. I mean, when we were kids, it must have been a real big job because I can't remember a time I didn't come home. I didn't needed some, I needed some methylate and a Band-Aid or something. My daughter is a nurse. She's an RN. And my mother was an RN. Completely different eras, of course. Way different, you know, in time. My mother, I have to give her kudos if I can get through this. She saw so much of how people were mistreated because she traveled as a public health nurse in Eastern North Carolina in the 1950s. Wrap all that around your head, what was going on and stuff. And she saw a lot of things there. She fought for a lot of right in people, you know? It's a hard job fighting for the right. It's pretty amazing. I wonder sometimes if she really realizes the legacy that she left. God bless my mom. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The sound of life. Going to help you out here a little bit. Might want to get a notepad out, okay? Because if you're mom, most of the time, mom or dad, grandma, right? And you got the preschoolers at the grocery store. What are you doing? (laughs) They want to buy everything in the store, right? So what do you do besides getting in trouble on social media, right? When you take action, when you explode, that's it. But here's an idea for you from a mom that said it worked perfect. You have to keep them busy with a contest, okay? Not that hard. They're preschoolers, right? You ask them to find you a can to give to the food bank at the checkout of the grocery store. They have a collection in this particular grocery store for cans for the food bank or dried good items. So you can play around with it however you want to. This mom said, I think what probably as they get a little bit older, have to make it a little more challenging, like find a can with a C on it, say, you know, a certain letter on it, something like that. But she said, I'm going to tell you something. It works. 
It's amazing. It keeps them busy. And one of the really cool things about it is it's fun watching them explain to everybody what food making. Wow, that's awesome. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Well, today is um, the 11th. All week long, by the way, we are showing appreciation. It's National Nurses Week. My daughter's a nurse. My mom was a nurse. I love nurses. Okay, (laughs) anyway. That's amazing. Today, we're uh, celebrating National School Nurse Day. But I was thinking, you know, nurses are in a particular place where they can see incredible happenings of love in the midst of tragedy. And I want to give you an example submitted by Joanne Desario. She's an RN with a neonatal transport team. Now think about that, you know, the NICU, the neonatal team. And it's just a story that she absolutely loves because it was of a sweet, deformed baby that his mom didn't want because he wasn't perfect and reminded her of a part of her life that she was unable to face, all right? So he survived. He wasn't supposed to. He was uh, do not resuscitate or revive or whatever, DNR, at delivery, but he survived. And I brought him back to be admitted to NICU, and his mom couldn't deal with his birth, his survival, his existence. She didn't want to see what her past had resulted in. She would not be taking him home. I asked that she be brought to his bedside because he may not live. She came, and I helped her say hello to her son gradually introducing them and ending with her actually holding him and giving him a name. In four days, when we knew we would survive for a while, he left us to go for specialized care and he would now that he would need and mom put him up for adoption, but for a brief time he was held and loved by his mom. And she had a chance to give love and name her son. Now here's the thing. She said one of my peers observed all of this was so moved that she wrote a poem and she said that remains as a very special gift to me it's amazing what a privilege it is in of all the stuff that happens around nurses right now we're just what we're talking about but i'd love to hear your story of something special like that because you're in that situation you're gonna see it right God is going to give you an opportunity to see some amazing things. And I appreciate Joanne for sharing that with us because it made my day. It's pretty cool. The Sound of Life. That's a good thing. You know, it's a great part of the country because you've got the, you've got the, your Starbucks people and your Dunkin' Donuts people. And I love it. I'm not necessarily either one, really. I don't do a lot of coffee out. I just have a, a cup of coffee in the morning for breakfast. Black coffee. That's it. And then... I've been getting the uh, little dessert coffee, as some people call it lately. Eh, fell into that. But Starbucks has said that 74% of their orders during the summer are for cold drinks. And they've come out with a new one, of course. It has something to do with chocolate. I don't know. I don't want to advertise for them. But anyway, I am not a cold coffee person. Never have been, which sometimes people say, what? You know, it just doesn't get that hot around here. Now, when I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago, We were in Mexico, and the UV index is 11 every day. It's like the real feels like, I don't know, 100 and whatever every day. I mean, you just blister. If you don't wear, you have to wear clothes to keep the sun from blistering. Anyway, I I was drinking the cold. Well? Yeah. (laughs) 
On with the show. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. On this National Nurses Week, appreciating nurses. I have to tell you, my mom was a nurse. My daughter is a nurse. And today is National School Nurses Day. And it's an amazing, I'd love to hear your story. If you, uh, well, if, you, if you're in school and you have some job where you take care. My mom, for a while, when she went back to work, she worked for Sebagaygi, which is headquartered in Ardsley in Westchester County. And um, so she became, it was almost like being a school nurse. And she would confide, you know, and tell about some of the things. And because Ghislaine, who is in Quebec, was talking about, uh, you know, when it came time to pick the clinicals, we had the option of doing public health. Instead, and I reflected a lot on how poverty and social economic affects health. And that was like 37 years ago, she said. I chose public health and I did part of the three months in a low-income school in Quebec City. I felt that was my calling, working with families and students. I remember checking everyone's eardrums, uh, designing a plan for a little guy who's had weight issues, meeting his family in his home, getting his parents on board. He said, all, She said, although I went... On to work in hospital, I came back to school nursing after my own children were in school. It had taught me so much. See, it teaches you. That's the thing that's so cool. And the bonds with the staff and the families are everlasting. Kids still come up to me years after and say hi. And you can't beat that, can you? A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. That is Ann Wilson. Uh-huh. Sunday Sermons is actually the name of that song. Can't take the church out of me. Ann Wilson. She is my Jesus, Ann Wilson. That was her debut hit song, which has been certified recently by the people who certify. That certify the certification is certified a gold record. It's uh, pretty cool for Ann Wilson. She just shot up to fame meteorically all of a sudden and she uh, the song that meant so much to her was Hillsong's worship song What a Beautiful Name it was a lifeline for her okay at the age of 23 her brother her older brother was suddenly killed in an accident and she had played the piano before and sung but she had never sung in public and she sang at his funeral and somebody recorded it and it circulated and it got the attention of people in the record business. She's been featured, her story's been featured in the Washington Post. She's been on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry and Ann Wilson is 20 years old. Wow. I was just taking naps in the afternoon when I was 20, you know. It's amazing. So if there's anyone that needs a hedge of protection, it's this young lady right here who's got so much in her. My Jesus, by the way, was co-written by her and Matthew West in on that. But uh, this song gets you going right here, right? Sunday Sermons. Lord, protect Ann Wilson and all that she's doing. May she be grounded in your love on a straight path by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. I tell you what, it's an amazing uh, story of Mercy and grace, right? It's a true story. Um, policeman pulled a young man over. He pulled a car over uh, because the license plate came back and didn't have uh, insurance. So he pulled him over, and he's like, 
dude, why don't you have insurance? And he's explaining to him about how he, he lost his job and he's just barely has enough money to eat and pay the rent. And he didn't have money for insurance. And he's going for a job interview. Now he's going to be late. Okay? So the policeman parked his car, got in the perpetrator's car, if you will, drove him to the job interview, went in, explained to the interviewer, interviewee, whenever you were, anyway, uh, why he was late. And he got the job and stuff. And, uh, and it's an amazing story, not only of mercy, because mercy means he didn't have to pay the fine, right? He was he owed because he broke a commandment right there. You have to have insurance and drive with it, and he didn't. So he owed a fine for that. You have to pay for that. He broke that commandment, but he didn't have to pay. So there's mercy. Grace means that the policeman drives him to the interview and explains everything for him. You get a little good idea, a little better idea of mercy and grace and how that works there. Yes. The sound of life. Graduation time happening right here, you know. A lot of um, amazing words said by some people and a lot of astounding words. What do you got for the graduates? One word right? comes to my mind right away. Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini? That's your advice? Uh, if you want to downsize a little bit, it could be a Porsche or a BMW. That's your graduation advice? <laughs> really? <laughs> Man. Wow. I didn't expect that. Oh, I thought you were going to ask, you know, what kind of gifts should we get to our graduates, you know? Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Overheard at the grocery store. I don't understand the whole I got them till 18 method as a parent. Having children is a lifetime commitment. Maybe I'm just different, but I want my kids to come home and take groceries and toilet paper out of my cabinets when they're 25. I want them to come home for their favorite meal at 34. I want to watch their eyes sparkle when they open gifts they wanted at age 40. I want them to know I'm one call away and it doesn't stop at 18. They're my, forever my kids, not temporary assignments. Dude, you still rock. <laughs> Thank you. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Really cool little uh, story by Damien. He said, uh, I put some action figures on eBay a while ago. A mom bought two of them, but not the other 28 I had. She messaged to say that her autistic son was excited to get them. She wished she could have bought more. Damien said, I sent her all 30 of them. Got a phone call. She thanked me and cried. We're still friends to this day. Now that's what I'm talking about. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, The Sound of Life. I was talking about a woman named Caroline. She got devastating news. She had an incurable brain cancer. However, out of that, she started volunteering her photography services for critically ill children and their families. And as a result of that, some amazing things happened. She observed that in the hardest moments imaginable, those families chose to love despite and because of it all. So it ended up being really pretty amazing. And uh, I got a hold of uh, Shelly, as we affectionately call her, 
about what she's up to. I'm yep. giving myself uh-huh. away, Joe. <laughs> I uh, Since my mother passed in January, I've had time on my hands, and I've been trying to to seek God's will, and what he brought me back to was your gift. You have to give your gift away, and since I used to be a writer for the newspaper and interviewed countless of um, everybody from uh, World War II vets down to Vietnam vets, and then we did a cancer series. I interviewed cancer survivors, and that got me to have my mother write her legacy stories. So I called hospice, and I said, hi, I don't know if you have a volunteer that does this, but I would be willing to sit with your clients on hospice and record their stories for their families. Maybe things they've never talked about. I think ordinary people do extraordinary things and I would give myself to do this. And they were overwhelmed and said that I just had to follow protocol and go through the hospice volunteer training in the fall and they would be happy and pleased and to welcome me on board. So I thought you know what? There you go. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The sound of life. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. That's advice from the Apostle Paul to the church at Ephesus, and hence, of course, the church, <laughs> as long as Christ returns. Uh, I mean, until Christ returns, the church on the earth. I got it. What's your advice? Maybe advice to graduates or the best advice that you've ever gotten. I'll take either one right now. Yes, Jim. Advice. When I was engaged to be married, my boss at the time had told me, he said, make your first baby a house. People, you know, they end up with the babies and they're living in an apartment place and they can be small and then, then they can't afford to buy a house. So that's what my wife and I did. Within the first year we were married, we bought a house. Wow. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. Uh, my God is still the same. He's always been a rescuer, right? And now some people, you know, once you get into the family of God, you get in a church and stuff. I've seen them. You've seen them. Maybe you're one of them. You, you believe if you get out of line, and maybe this is like kind of in the back of your mind, you know, you stray, you do something wrong, a little bit too much. Well, let's face it, God's going to knock the snot out of you. Well, I mean, I'm quoting somebody that I heard. And you're wrong. You need to go back to the book of Jonah again. Jonah proves that God is not an ogre, that he is a rescuer. You can open it up to Jonah chapter 1, verse 17. Perfect place. It's the rescue book. You see, God rescued a group of pagan sailors, first of all, in there. And then you see how God rescues a whole city called Nineveh. It's a big city, hundreds of thousands of people in there. The whole city, they were awful. I don't even want to go into it. Anyway, he rescued that city. They didn't deserve it. And he used one person to rescue the city, and that was Jonah. And, of course, the central rescue of the book of Jonah is God rescues Jonah from Jonah, right? And God will rescue you from you. Absolutely. The sound of life. Kind of a rescue day today. That's our theme of this morning, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Kind of turns out that way. You've checked your account. You know, there's not a a person who's a financial advisor. It doesn't really matter if you're 
Christian financial advisor or you're on commercial radio, secular financial advisor, if you know what you're talking about, then one of the things that you say is to get $1,000 in your savings account after you pay off your credit cards. Start with the easiest one, psychological reason. Snowball it. Keep paying, you know, get that paid off. You want to have a reserve in case something happens with the car. You need a few hundred dollars to get a car repair. You've got it sitting there. And you might have logged into your bank account recently. And it may not be what you hoped it would be, right? And maybe the car breaks down or you have a sudden medical bill. And, you know, you don't want to sell those Elvis Presley signed velvet pants you inherited to pay for a... Maybe it's a plumbing bill you had to pay for or something. So... There's help, and it is by an organization called ThePennyHoarder.com. ThePennyHoarder.com. I ran across this, and I thought, well, you know what? I'll just post it on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. I'll put it out there. Maybe it will help you in a situation where money is a big topic nowadays. And number one advice is to ask for some help. Ask for help, okay? And it's a confidential service through United Way that'll help you find the resources you need maybe to find affordable housing, make a rent payment or pay utilities. And uh, it's 211.org. That is it right there. Two, the numbers, 211.org and you enter your location and all that kind of stuff. And they got other ideas as well like asking a company to pay your credit card bill. This particular company. You want to know what it is? Go check it out. Stop overpaying it. Amazon is a way to do that. It's a way to get a free $225 in cash. Probably got your attention right now, okay? It's when money is tight. These seven resources will help nearly everyone by the Penny Hoarder staff. And I posted it just for you on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. Check it out, right? The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The sound of life. I was talking about one summer morning when Ray Blankenship was preparing his breakfast. He gazed out his window. What did he see? He saw a small girl being swept along in the rain-flooded drainage ditch beside his uh, Ohio home. Ray knew that the farther downstream, the ditch disappeared with a roar underneath a road and then emptied into the main culvert. So he dashed out the door and raced alongside the ditch, trying to get ahead of the foundering child. And then he hurled himself into the deep, churning water. As he surfaced, he was able to grab the child's arm. They tumbled end over end within about three feet of the yawning culvert. Ray's free hand felt something. Possibly a rock protruding from one bank. He clung desperately, but the tremendous force of the water tried to tear him and the child away. If I can just hang on until help comes, he thought. But he did better than that. By the time fire department rescuers arrived, Ray Blankenship had pulled the girl to safety. Both were treated for shock. On April 12th in 1989, Ray Blankenship was awarded the Coast Guard Silver Lifesaving Medal. The award is fitting, for this selfless person was at even greater risk to himself than most people know. You see, Ray Blankenship can't swim. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. The Sound of Life. Ann Wilson, the song is called Sunday Sermons. It is her second single behind, of course, My Jesus. 
And uh, My Jesus was seven weeks at number one on the Christian music charts for a woman, right? That was her debut single. It's important to know that because of all the history of Christian music. It's amazing. Of all the people, all the women that have come along in Christian music, not one woman has ever had that happen before, that her debut single went to number one on the charts. So congratulations to Ann Wilson, who has, I'd say, a wee bit of country in her. I'll tell you that. She did a song for Mother's Day there with the lead singer for Lady A. They did, they did a thing, and it is, it's very country. So who knows, man? We may be country. <coughs> okay. You know, I was thinking about things the way they are. You, you got to look back, right? You got to remember when you were a kid. When I was a kid growing up in North Carolina, I could walk into a convenience store with $5 in my pocket, come out with two pounds of ground beef, two half gallons of chocolate milk, two Hershey's, two Cokes, a comic book, and baseball cards. And now I can't. There's too many cameras. That's a joke, son. Don't you get it? You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.